Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Matthew, Matthew 19. And as we think today about this being Children's Day at Christmas, perhaps you could imagine the scripture passage we would use as we come to this day. It's one of the most famous verses in the Bible, Matthew 19, verses 13 and 14. May we bow together in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for the privilege of being in this service. We ask that the Holy Spirit would have his way in moving among us. And may everyone who has joined by radio and everyone here in the auditorium know that the Lord has met with us. May the Holy Spirit move in spiritual power we ask you to cleanse us from every sin. We know that if there's anything accomplished for eternity, the Holy Spirit must do it. And so we look to thee, have thy way in Jesus' precious name, amen. In Matthew 19, verses 13 and 14, then were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I love that passage of Scripture. It gives us so much insight into why Jesus came. The disciples thought that Jesus came to just teach them. For three years, he had invested his life with the disciples. They ate with him. They walked with him. They heard him teach. They heard him preach. They, were, they slept where he slept. And then one day, some people brought little children. Now, I think there's a special award and reward for those who bring little children to Jesus. I respect parents who, beginning very early in life, bring their little children to God's house. I appreciate those who minister in the nursery and preschool and primary department and junior department. Some of our choir members this morning came and said, now we have responsibilities in some of the other younger departments. And I said, well, go take care of those responsibilities. We miss them, but we need them there. Children are very dear to the Lord. And when these, maybe mothers or daddies or somebody, brought these little children to Jesus, the disciples got indignant. Why, they said, he doesn't have time to fool with these kids. Scram. Got too many things to go on with the adults. And I'm sure that some of the adults said, well, if he's going to pay just attention to these children, I'm going to go home. He can take care of them. I'll be somewhere else. You know, you hear that from time to time when a church has a special focus on children. Some people, well, I won't go tonight because that's when they're going to have children. I feel bad for you and sorry for you because Jesus loves the little children. All the children of the world, red, yellow, black, white, they're precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. 
And so the Lord said to those disciples, you don't understand. In Matthew 18, he said, except ye be converted and become as little children in your faith, you'll never enter heaven. We can learn lessons from children. And then he said to these disciples, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Now, boys and girls, look at me. I want to see the color of your eyes for just a moment. Every boy and girl looking at me just a minute. Now, Jesus loves you very much. You know, it was never his plan that you come and just talk and giggle and act up when you're in his presence. We need to give him our attention. Sometimes, boys and girls don't understand that. We have to take them home. Or we have to say you have to stay out for a month because you just messed up. And we have to deal with it, just like moms and dads sometimes have to say, son, go to the woodshed or go to the basement or go to the closet or whatever place you have where you take care of that kind of thing. See, we have to be disciplined. Jesus taught us that. But Jesus said, suffer the children to come to me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Now I want to give you seven reasons why we encourage children to come to Jesus. Seven reasons. Very simple. This will not be a profound message. Just sort of an outline. But I hope it will edge its way into your heart. And you'll write it on the tablets of your heart. Jesus said, Suffer the children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. I want to give you seven reasons. and Maybe you can write them down, write them on your heart. Number one, the reason we encourage children to come to Jesus, the reason we have a children's ministry, is because God said so. God said it. In Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 1, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. And then in Matthew 19, 13, they were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer the children to come to me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. So you say, well, why do you have children? Why do you have a focus on children? Why do you have a children's day at Christmas? Why do you have vacation Bible school? Why do you have all this? Because Jesus said to. And I can't think of a better reason, can you? Jesus said to do it. Why are you opposed to abortion? Because children are so precious to Jesus. Even the little children in the womb of the mother And sometimes careless people advise that they be murdered in the womb. Oh, what a tragedy. Now, you know God can take care of whether a child should come or not. There's such a thing as a miscarriage. And I've been with parents who just wept when that happened. It hurt them because they wanted the child. How different that is from those who want to destroy a precious little baby. And the reason we have a children's ministry, God said to do it. Jesus said, suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. The second reason, 
God blesses the church that reaches children. You reach children and you reach other people. You reach children and you reach into a home, whether you get the moms and dads immediately or not. When you reach children, you touch a home and you have a foot inside that house. Many, many adults have been reached through little children. Years and years ago, we had a dear family started coming to our church and the father got saved and, and the mother came into the church. They had a precious little girl, I named her Blondie. She was six or seven years old. And she had a next door neighbor. And over and over again, she would go to that neighbor and say, I wish you'd come to Sunday school, I wish you'd come to church, I wish you'd come to Sunday school, I wish you'd come to church. She came a few times, I went down to see her had the joy and thrill and privilege right in her home of leading her to Jesus. She came and was baptized, followed the Lord. She became one of the most faithful members of this church. Tommy Davenport is now in heaven, reached through a little child. You reach a child and you can reach others. God blesses the church that has a focus on reaching children. The general spirit of revival prevails in a church where there are children. Because children have an open heart. They're not sickly door with all the pride and all the other things. And when God begins to knock on the door of their heart, many times they come. And they come to Jesus just as they are. Where there are no children reached, a church begins to die. Where there are no children, the church has no future. And so God blesses the church that reaches children. Suffer the little children to come to me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Thirdly, I believe children know what they are doing when they respond to Christ. I believe children know what they are doing when they respond to Christ. Who knows the age of accountability? I don't know. I think in some people's lives the age of accountability may be 14. In some people 12. In some people 8. In some people 9. In some people 5. Even younger. We have some children who are now growing up who confessed that they were saved when they were four or five years old. We don't know the age of accountability. And when a little child comes to Jesus, who are we to say, well, they don't know what they're doing? You see, many times adults read into little children their own adult doubts and problems. And we forget that Jesus said, except ye become as a little child in your faith, you cannot enter heaven. Now, I'm interested in those many times who say children don't know what they're doing. The ones that say that usually are the ones that don't know themselves. Let me ask you something. How many of you would go to a plumber to get your tooth pulled? 
How many of you would go to a dentist to get your car fixed? And yet there are people who know nothing about God, nothing about heaven, nothing about the Bible, nothing about Jesus. And when their little child begins to respond to Christ, they jerk them out and they say, no, 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 we'll wait a later. We don't want to force religion upon them. Years ago, Lee Kennedy may remember this. In the other building, in the first building we had, we had chairs that we sat in. There was a young girl that came forward in a service. She was maybe eight, seven or eight years old. And her, her daddy was there in the service that morning. Didn't always come, but he came that morning. And she came forward in the invitation. And I counseled with her. We didn't have counselors at that time. Usually, the reason we have counselors today is to, to help facilitate things. Some of you here in those days remember that it took sometimes a long time to have the invitation because I counseled with each one individually. And I counseled with that girl and she trusted Jesus. When I got up to present her after the invitation was over, I noticed she wasn't there. And after the service, somebody told me that her daddy had gotten very upset and motioned to her to come, and they got up and left the service. So I went over to see him that afternoon. And he proceeded to tell me that his little girl was innocent, wasn't a sinner, didn't know anything about what she was doing, and she was just making a mock of that. And of course, he didn't know anything about it either. Well, they didn't come back. Years went by, and in this auditorium, one day a beautiful college girl walked down the aisle. She told me her name, and I remembered her. She was that little girl. She said, sir, that day my daddy took me out. He told me I didn't know what I was doing, but that day Jesus came into my heart, and he's been there ever since. And I'm not living at home anymore. So I've come to follow Jesus in baptism and serve God. Isn't that wonderful? Folks, you do not know when God deals with a little child's heart. Now when that girl came, she didn't cry. She just came in response to the simple invitation of the gospel. Who is to say that a little child does not know what they're doing? In 1 Samuel chapter 3, the story about the little child Samuel, about seven years old. He heard a voice in the night. He got up and he said, Sir, to the priest Eli, were you calling me? The priest said, Why, no, I wasn't calling you. Go back to bed. This happened three times, and the perceptive Eli said, Young boy, if you hear that voice again, just get down by your bedside and say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. And little Samuel got down on his knees. And God began to deal with his heart. And that's when Samuel gave his heart to the Lord. And God called him to be the prophet in Israel when he was seven years old. Fourthly, with age comes the love of sin. And sin blinds and binds. In Ecclesiastes 11:9, Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, 
and walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. With age, teen years, comes the love of sin. Anybody that says there's no pleasure in sin doesn't know what they're talking about. Sure, there's pleasure in sin. That's the reason the Bible says in Hebrews 11 that Moses decided not to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, but rather to yield his life to the Lord God. And sometimes when little children go from primary to junior to youth, teen years, they get involved in sin and their hearts get harder. At 13, 14, and 15, sin moves in and binds and blinds. This is the reason we cannot win some people, because of sin. I think we need a fence on the hill as well as an ambulance in the valley. You know that familiar poem? They were arguing whether they ought to build a fence on the hill to keep cars from running off the highway and coming down, or whether they ought to put an ambulance down in the valley to pick up the debris and the wrecks. Finally, they decided they need to do both. We need to have a fence on the hill that's reaching kids while they're young. And we need to have an ambulance down in the valley to reach people who go through all those years and reject Christ. Thank God there's, vision, there's in my vision today a picture of Phil Brent and some others bringing an old man down that aisle who confessed Christ as his Savior over in his home, who had the joy of baptizing him, and now he's in heaven. You see, we need a fence up on the mountain that's reaching children where they are. That's the reason for the school. That's the reason for the buses. That's the reason for the nursery and the preschool and the primary and the junior department, reaching them where they are. But we're going to let some of them slip through, and we need to have an ambulance down in the valley, a wrecking crew that can go out and bring them in from the fields of sin. Fifthly, why do we reach children? And why do we believe in reaching children for Christ and having a children's ministry? Because when we're older, pride increases. In a little child, there's no false pride. You give a little child a 50-cent present or a present that costs a thousand dollars and it's all the same to him. He doesn't care. He loves it. You go out and buy Bethany a $60,000 something. She'll like it. But you go buy her a dollar something and she'll like it. All that pride is not there. And the time to reach people for Jesus Christ is while they're young. Children come to Jesus just as they are. Some come crying. Some come smiling. Come, some come just somber. Now with adults, it's a little bit different. The sixth reason, because children and youth do not hold grudges. In Matthew 6, Jesus said, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. Now, you know children don't hold grudges. They can get in a fight and scrap and get upset with each other. And the next day, they'll be hugging each other. 
They love each other. They don't hold grudges. Brothers and sisters. How many of you had a brother and sister you grew up with? Lift your hands. Did you ever get mad at them? Did you ever, did you ever have a fight with them? And today you'd die for them, wouldn't you? You see, children don't hold those grudges like we do. I went over on a street near the church one day to talk to a lady about the Lord. I'd been there several times before. She wanted to be saved, and we prayed, and she asked Jesus to come into her heart and said, I believe in you, Lord, and, 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 and then we got through. I said, well, now, are you trusting Jesus as your Savior? Here's what the God's Word says. Are you trusting him to save you? I said, he hadn't saved me. And we did that three or four times. And then the Lord just seemed to speak to my heart. I don't always do this, but I said to her, is there anybody who has wronged you or who, against whom you hold a grudge? I don't know why I said it. The Lord told me to say it. And she said, oh, how did you know that? I said, well, I didn't. But if you have that in your heart, you can't get God's forgiveness till you get rid of it. I said, now I want you, if you really want to be saved, I'm going to leave. I want you to go make things right with whoever you've wronged or whoever's wronged you. And then I'm coming back this afternoon. When I went back there that afternoon, that lady met me at the door and she said, Preacher, you don't even need to come in. I'm already saved. She said, I went across the street. I had a neighbor that I wouldn't speak to. And I went over there and told that neighbor that I wanted to be saved and that you told me that I had to forgive her and we had to get things right in order to be saved. She said, I got saved right over there hugging that lady's neck. And she said, I'm coming to church Sunday and make it public. Now, folks, children don't have those kind of grudges. Little children begin to get them when we're teens. And we, it increases when we get into our 20s and 30s and 40s. So we need to reach children where they are. The next reason, children and youth. Well, they are used greatly by God. There is no way to estimate the value of a little child coming to Jesus. Many who have been greatly used by God were saved when they were little children. In 2 Timothy 3.15, Paul says to Timothy that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Josiah gave his life to the Lord when he was eight. Carol Peacher gave her life to Jesus when she was five. W.O. Vaught, pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church for many years, was saved when he was five. Bob Brown was saved when he was nine. Richie Ham, I believe, was saved when he was eight. Kevin Ham was saved when he was about eight. I could go on and on and on. Why do we reach children for Christ? Why do we have a children's ministry? Why do we think of children at Christmas? Somebody said Christmas was made for children. What Jesus said, suffer the children to come unto me. Forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Now I want to say this in closing. Children, the only way you can come to Jesus is just as you are. You have to come just as an adult. Adults, you have to come just as you are. 
You can't wait and say, well, I'm going to get better first, or I'm going to put over, turn over a new leaf, or I'm going to try this or that or the other. I'm going to give up all my habits, and then I'll come to Christ. You come to Christ just as you are. For the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. And then when we come to Christ, we come to Him counting the cost, remembering that it's not a one-day experience. It's a forever experience. When you cross the line, you step over the line and you say, I'm giving my heart to Jesus, then you're also saying, I'm going to study to show myself approved unto God. I'm going to go to church faithfully. I'm going to be there. I'm going to study and be what God wants me to be. And I'm going to offer my life on the altar of service. May we pray. Every head bowed and every eye closed for just a moment. Our Father, we thank you for children. We're so grateful that Jesus taught us to reach children. Suffer the children to come to me and forbid them not. Of such is the kingdom of heaven. We pray for God's hand upon this moment just ahead of us. That someone would turn to Christ today. In Jesus' name, amen. May we stand, please. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, O Lamb of God, I come to thee. Now this is God's invitation. It's page 334. And as we sing this invitation of the Lord, I want to ask if you're willing to open your heart to Jesus and come to Him, you feel that want to inside of you, you feel that desire inside of you, then come just as you are. Will you do it? Some of you are adults. Maybe you've never been saved. You need to come to Christ. Some of you need to move your membership, become part of this church, join this fellowship. Say, I want to help build a strong work for God at this place. While we begin to sing, who will step out for the King? Will you come right now? God help you to do it. Don't delay that.